Greetings, God's beloved. Thanks for tuning in to Messages of Hope, the sermon podcast from Living Hope Lutheran Church in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is the baptism of our Lord Sunday, and we're hearing from John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Thanks for listening. God bless you. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father in heaven, and God with us, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Growing up in Florida, I always loved being near the water. In my neighborhood, we fished from the duck pond, which was the same place as our school bus stop. We canoed in local canals and surfed at the beach and jumped in the pool at Grammy's house. During the summer, when it rains just about every afternoon, the ground and the ditches around our house would be full of water everywhere. And sometimes you could find catfish making their way from the lake out into the streets. We called them walking catfish. I don't know if that's a real thing. That's what we called them just hanging out there next to the road. During big storms, we played in the puddles and we caught raindrops on our tongues as children. Being in the water was a big part of our lives. Here in the desert, we know that water is valuable. We try to conserve it as best we can since we know it is in short supply. When it rains here, we smell it. The desert sage gives off that smell. There's actually a name for it, petrichor that comes from the gobernadora, also known as chaparral or the creosote bush. It's a powerful reminder of the life that comes from water. We know when it rains here in Las Vegas, the roads get slick and the parking lots get full of nasty grease puddles that ruin your shoes. Maybe we don't love it so much, but it so seldom rains here that I don't mind walking in it. It doesn't usually rain that hard anyway. And it's nice to get a little wet on those rare occasions. It's a reminder to me of my baptism and that we are always, all of us, walking wet here on earth, staying connected to God's life-giving spirit given to us in Jesus Christ. We don't really hear about Jesus' baptism in the fourth gospel. See, John was out in the wilderness baptizing with water, and he refers to the Lamb of God as the one who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus is doing something new. He moves from calling the first disciples to a few days later, taking his friends to a wedding in Cana. These events were for the whole community. It was a big deal to be invited to a wedding. And the people came from surrounding towns, and it was a great celebration. So we can infer that it would have been a great shame for the family if the wine was to run out in the middle of the party. And that's exactly what happens. Rabbi Amy Robertson notes that the Jewish rite of purification, netilat yadayim, there you go, includes washing of hands before the meal. This rite would take place before any religious gathering, especially like a Seder meal. And this occasion is just as meaningful. To begin their new marriage with this celebration and rite of purity would be a new beginning for the couple and the community at large. A way to let go of the past, to begin their new life together. And if they've got six large stone jars, we're talking about a lot of people. The jars were empty, so we know this washing ritual had already taken place. And they've had the meal, they've had some wine, but it's run out. Jesus shows up with the disciples and his mother, who is unnamed, remember, in this gospel, lets him know it's time to do something. What does she expect? Well, we can't really be sure. Jesus protests his hour has not yet 
come. He calls her woman. We might hear that as disrespectful. I wouldn't talk to my mother that way. I, I don't think you should either. Kids, don't try it. After the hour of his crucifixion, we'll hear Jesus refer to her again this way from the cross. You know, as we begin this new year too, maybe we'd like to let go of the past and try something new. We wish each other happy new year. We sing old Lang Syne. We look forward to what has come. That's what this turn of the calendar has become for us. We pray now that this new year will not be like the last two, uh, but it's a great time to remember we're always walking wet. We have been baptized, so we're always rising up from the water, part of God's new creation. We talk about sacraments in the church. A sacrament is the word and a sign. Baptism is word and water. Holy communion is the word in and with the wine and the bread. This story is Jesus' first sign in John's gospel, and it's a revealing of the glory of God in these sacraments and in the world, in him. So if water is the beginning of life, we know it is. It's full of hydrogen and oxygen. From the water emerged the beginning of all things. We hear the story of creation. In the beginning, there was water, divided the waters. There at Jesus' baptism, the spirit descended like a dove. And there in the water at Cana, Jesus, the living word, produces an abundance of wine, which will later be given for the forgiveness of sin, Jesus' own blood from the cross. Who can see this sign taking place? The steward we hear in the story seems confused. He tells the groom, everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine. You have kept the good wine until now. Is he praising him or is it a correction? I can't really tell. I hear him saying, hey man, you're doing it wrong. Or is this a special treat? Wow, you saved the good stuff making the event all the more joyful. Did Jesus' mother have any idea what he would do? While the servants knew what had happened, the disciples see and believe in him, and his glory was revealed. Jesus reveals the glory of God in the story. Jesus reveals God's glory to us. Look at this. The abundant gift of wine at a wedding is multiplied. The people receive grace upon grace. Grace here looks like wine, making the party last longer. Grace was in the water all along. Caroline Lewis of Luther Seminary notes that a wedding is kind of just a normal event. It's part of our everyday life. And these are the places where Jesus shows up. For me, sitting on a surfboard in the ocean, waiting for a wave to come was a holy and peaceful experience. But it's just another happenstance occasion. God shows up in our daily mundane routines too. And that's a good thing that the light of the world came to be with us and know us as we are and to forgive us and to bring grace upon grace in all that we encounter. So Jesus meets us in the coffee shop and in the carpool lanes and the bus stops and the grocery store parking lots. Just like a wedding also is a celebration of a relationship. Jesus is present in our relationships too. The bond of love that is present between the God who creates and the Savior who enters into our reality in time and space, the same bond that makes us a community of faith. 
we belong together and the regular experiences of our lives that we share tell of the blessing and abundance of God. So we invite those with whom we have relationships to come and see this glory of God. Yes, in the church, but also in our everyday walk of life. So whatever was difficult or mundane or painful or confusing for us in this past year or in just today is brought to new life in Jesus. The old stuff is gone. Jesus has saved the best wine for us here and now. That's a great gift that we get to share with our neighbors every day. In our baptism, we know who we are. We are washed and welcomed into a new way of being, a new perspective, a new reality. We are made God's children. We are provided for and given reasons to celebrate, to rejoice. So what does this have to do with you or with me? What are we waiting for? Our time has come. This week, we celebrated the Feast of Epiphany, where those who were seemingly outsiders came to see the Messiah, and they found this place where he had been born, where they rejected the powers of violence and fear, and then they headed home to share the good news. As we remember Jesus' baptism, as we hear of his glory shown in this first sign at Cana, we can know that God's grace still abounds for us. And what do we do with it? We take it and we go and share it. This goodness of God, it's nearby. It's in wine and bread, his body and blood, and it's in the water. We have so much to be thankful for, church. And as we enter this new year, we can see new life coming. Jesus is near in the common and the regular moments and in the extraordinary events of our lives, too. We have believed and we have received grace upon grace and can celebrate relationships we have found because of Jesus' love. The good news of God's love in Jesus sends us forth to share the stories of life and love and discovery and truth that we have from him. Amen.